Coming to you live from Parkview Studios, The Garage, this is The Brothers Ketchup, a weekly podcast where two brothers come together to catch up. I'm Sal Biazzi. With me, as always, is my brother. Frankie Biazzi. Oh, boy. Look at this. This is a weird one. Weird vibes. We're not a Yankees podcast, but literally recording moments after the Yankees season ended. We decided to have a watch party today. A lot happening in the world. Dolphins playing at the same time as the Yankees, which we're all on at the same time as House of Dragon season finale, so we decided we'd get together. This is a House of everything. Dragon podcast. We're totally a House of Dragon podcast. Unfortunately, we didn't get to the House of Dragon because it got really late. It's late. Like one in the morning. It's one in the morning. I can't. I got, We both have work in the morning. So, like, whatever. You have a kid. Come on. What are we doing? And honestly, we're really not going to talk about those things anyway much on the podcast. We're just going to talk about other stuff. So, yeah. Uh... Yankees are terrible. Dolphins got a win. So we're like mixed emotions. It would have been even weirder if the Dolphins win was like dominant. Then it'd be like very high and very low. Instead it was like the Dolphins almost were dominant in like the beginning. But and also then, were bad. Yeah, and then the game just sucked. <laughs> and the Yankees. My God, man. What a pathetic franchise this has turned into which is so sad because they were once the greatest franchise ever we're a long way away from those 90s teams oh my god and i mean we're a long way away from the 2009 team which if 2009 doesn't happen oh could you imagine so um i wanted to talk about how you're a famous tiktoker now i'm a content creator took you a while you're in the game i create content and you just now learn what I do. You just now learned tonight how to edit videos. Yeah, um, I think really changes the game. If we're being honest, you the little the little cheat code because I've been editing videos for the last five days now. But as a content creator, yeah, yeah. But the little editing trick you showed me much better. Just how to. How to edit and trim a clip. Um, I'm sure it's only a matter of time before you're the number one fitness TikToker. I listen, I don't want to be a massive influencer. Really, what I want is like Gymshark or Young LA or you know, just any company. Just give me free shit. (laughs) Pick up your content, just give me free stuff. Let me wear your clothing. That's about it. Um, have you noticed around the country any of the, like, political polls that have been coming out? No. Uh, the races that are about to happen are tightening up. And, like, to the point where races that a few months ago looked, like, really bad for Republicans are looking pretty good. The most notable being... Dr. Oz somehow looks like he has a chance of winning in Pennsylvania. Over Fetterman? Yeah. That guy doesn't have a brain. He does have a brain. It's just had a stroke. I can't listen to him talk. It's not as bad. There are some clips that you can just... Like, I only, I've only seen clips. I think are, I've maybe watched ten minutes of one speech once. There are some bad clips. But, like, it's not terrible. I mean, much worse than his speech impediment or his actual ideas on how to run a 
This is state. So. Looks like Carrie Lake might win in Arizona. I thought she already won. No, that's that's coming up. She won her primary. That's why she's running for governor. Um, Now she has to beat Katie Hobbs, who's the Secretary of State of Arizona, who literally is the one who was responsible for all the erroneous problems that were in Maricopa County in the 2020 election, and in this election is responsible for sending out the ballots and is already caught sending out 6,000 ballots to people that didn't have Carrie Lake on the ballot. That's amazing. (laughs) We live in a fake world, though, so... I I was literally watching a video today about the Truman Show, and it was was a guy trying to make the point that, like, oh, it's just like our reality, and you know how I've said for years that this is a Truman Show reality, and it got me thinking about how I always say that it's a Truman Show reality, and the biggest difference that hit me with the whole Truman Show reality thing is that at the end of Truman Show, Truman gets to wake up and realize... He's, his whole world has been created for him, and it's a big construct of reality. And he gets, to, reality, and he gets to leave. Yeah. And we don't have... We, so Truman actually is... It's not even a good comparison. Truman has a... Truman's a better story. You'd ra- I wish you were a Truman Show reality. I want a sequel to the Truman Show. Where he's trapped there forever. No, I want to see like what happens when he goes through that door. Well, I want to know what the world outside of the Truman Show is yeah, like. Yeah, like you could easily... And, like, what kind of world is it like that has that kind of reality TV show? Yeah. Because, like, you get a little bit of a glimpse of it when you're in the control room. And there's, like... No, because there are scenes scenes where you see, like, the viewers watching the actual show, like, in their houses. And it kind of looks like the regular world. So, like, there is a lot to be explored in, like, what's actually happening in the reality of the human show. There's a lot of, like interesting movies like that that i'd be curious to just see like what the what the world is like um i think you could almost do a well not a sequel because everyone dies in the movie but like maybe cabin in the woods like i love like all those people that work at that place uh well what what are their lives like like I think it's just like f- a yeah, like, fascinating thing. Show like, them at a time of the year where they're not trying to sacrifice. Yeah. Well, like do how do did a they cabin get in the there? woods prequel when it's like successful? It's like goes really smooth. Yeah, like it's like everyone gets murdered nice and easy. It's like, really interesting. Spoiler: If you haven't seen Cabin in the Woods, by the way, great movie. Oh yeah. Um. So yeah, I was thinking about that about the Truman Show, and yeah, so Republicans look like they might win some surprise elections that they didn't look like look like they were going to win a few weeks ago. No, good for them. But you know, the president of Dominion was on sixty Minutes, and I'd have to go watch see what he said. Um, I'm sure it's going to be like, "Are your voting machines connected to the internet?" No. He's like, "No," and it's like, "But the routers connected to the voting machines are connected to the internet." Asterisk. Um. I know last week we talked about voting. Yeah. Something interesting has come up. Okay. I kind of want to vote. Okay, why? In my town, there's an issue. So this is a local issue. (laughs) Okay. And I think it's, like, funny because I think it kind of shows everything that is, like, the Republican versus Democrat just, like... (laughs) From just, like, a third-party perspective of someone who has no... 
dog in the fight. Just how ridiculous it is. So there's a church right down the street from me. And that church is currently surrounded by a chain link fence. And depending on what happens in November, they will determine if we're voting for that church to be torn down. And then it will be turned into probably apartments or something. But something for a capitalist thing to come in and make money off of. Or you can vote to like save it and it's a community center. <laughs> okay. Now, I don't know exactly if the Republicans want it, no, or if it's Democrats want it, this, or if it's not even the Republican Democrat thing. It's just like there are people who just want the community center, people who don't want the community center. But the signs, the signs are all over town now. Next, next time you drive towards me, like you'll see it. Like vote yes, vote no. They're always right next to each other. What are the stuff. arguments for and well, against? This is why this is what we're getting to. This is why I think it is Republican Democrat. Voting against it, like, like, or voting for it, like tear it down, build something, is taxes will go down and rents will go down because more apartments. Yeah. Rents, if we keep it, rents are going to go up. We're, I don't know. So, to me, as someone who rents in that town and pays taxes, I'm big on the... Hey, nah, let's see if rent goes good. Yeah, fuck it. Let's take that thing. I don't care. Well, you should get more details. No, I, I'm going to. I'll bring it back for next week. Because this is just this all happened today. I, I knew it was like a thing, but I didn't realize that it was like a vo- to be voted on. And there was like all this... A whole big campaign going around the town. But here's my issue. The signs that want to keep it, all their signs say is save our community centers. It's ple it's like it's like reaching out to your emotions. There's nothing on that sign that says like get a bagel if you keep the community <laughs> It's nothing there's no incentive. It's just save our community centers. Oh uh, no. <laughs> First of all, spoiler alert, it's a beach town. You don't need a community center. There's you, no community. It's called the beach. <laughs> There's your community center. Go to the beach. Go to the beach. What's a community center? What do we need a community center for? Well, probably for like swimming lessons or it's like a church. basketball. It's a church. There's no swimming lessons happening in the Is there church. Is a basketball hoop somewhere? I can put a basketball hoop in my driveway. People can come <laughs> over. I'll, I'll do offer my... So it's just... So I'll get more information for next week, but I just think it's funny that... I now I'm like, well, I kind of want to vote. See, you're motivated. I got to vote for this, but I'm gonna like, I'm gonna walk in. I'm Are only you gonna vote for the for Democrats. I'm gonna vote for whatever's gonna make my life better. <laughs> That's how I vote. Selfishly, I think everyone should vote that way. By the you way, you should vote for whatever's gonna make Ukraine safe. Voting for other people is really stupid. Like, you should vote for you. At all times. You should vote for whatever's going to make Hunter Biden the most money. Yeah, sure. Uh, so that's cool. I don't know what else to talk about tonight. Yeah, I'm, I'm tired. tired. It's late. Maybe recording a podcast at <laughs> 1 in the morning after the Yankees get eliminated from the postseason wasn't the greatest idea. Who could have saw that coming? At the time when we made this idea, the Yankees weren't even close to being swept by the Astros. We knew. Well, you knew. Come well, on. we knew in, in July. 
You knew earlier than that. You knew on March 13th, 2022, when they announced... There probably is an episode welcome, of the podcast. Welcome these new Yankees, Josh Donaldson, Isaiah Kiner-Falefa, and Ben Vortvet. <laughs> there probably is an episode of the podcast, if you go back far enough, before the season started and we got swept up and how good they were at the beginning of the year, where you do say, like, we're going to get swept by the Astros and this team isn't good enough and... Especially like when we made the Donaldson IKF trade, you were like, I was so livid. Mad. I was livid, <laughs> and I well, was like, "Well, it could be good." No, I was. And sad. Why was I wrong about that? <laughs> I, I saw the writing on the wall. That trade, how you, how anyone could have seen that trade and not thought, "Well, that's it." Like it, that was the season right there. The you season got your was defensive over. shortstop of the future. And you got your... That's still like... And you got an all-star That's like one of the highlights. Baseman. That's like one of the highlights of my of the season for me was the day after that trade when they're doing the the John Boy video and they're talking about IKF and they, they do the random video and they can't get a video of him making a defensive play. Like, it's just an error on every play. Like, it's crazy. The guy is awful. But... I don't even care about IKF. Like, I feel bad for the amount of hate he gets. Like, I don't like him. I think he's a really bad baseball player, and I would have never traded for him in a million years. But Josh Donaldson is the problem. He was the problem when they when the trade was announced. It was always Josh Donaldson. It was well, never IKF. He was the centerpiece of the trade. He was supposed to give you, like... Not an MVP season, but, but he was. This is what I was he telling was you. He was supposed to bat like two sixty five. This is what I was telling you in the beginning of the season. Twenty two like, I don't runs. think he was the centerpiece of the trade. The centerpiece of the trade was IKF. Well, yeah, because they Brian really Cashman him. wanted IKF. He went out of his way for IKF, and the Twins, who had just traded for him, were like, "Well, we're not going to give him to you. You got to take Donaldson's contract." And for some reason, Cashman's like, "Yeah, we want him too, anyway. So it's perfect. <laughs> we love him." Oh. God. So yeah, the season was over before it ever started. And all that. that money you didn't spend on, you know, Harper and Machado. Forget and Machado, because Correa. let's be honest. I always lump them together, but let's be honest. Machado's not as good. Not not that he's not as good. We never. Uh, me, I'll speak for me. I didn't want Machado. Yeah, we. Yeah, I we wanted, wanted Harper. Yeah, you're right. He was my favorite player. Coming through uh, as I was in high school, he's my favorite player when he was in the minors. I specifically, I watched his videos from college. I watched his videos from high school. Watched his videos in my like, that's my guy. He was a free agent. All you had to do was pay him. There was no no trades. Nothing. He was built for Yankee Stadium. He was going to be a slugging lefty in the smallest right field ballpark in the world. He's bad defensively. You could put him in the shortest right field. You would have been fine out there. You could have bumped Judge to left. And then your left field situation is fine. So, like, the whole thing is crazy. And so, then you end up benching IKF and then playing IKF and then benching him then playing him now tonight in the elimination game. He makes the crucial error that gives the And then game they take him the out. Astros, and then they take him out. And then they bench him. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> so, I gotta love it. It's amazing. So I'm sure next year we won't just have another retread lo- roster that's going to make the playoffs. No, no, no. That'll hobble here's into the, the Here's the other thing. I don't think people are ready for this. IKF will be the opening day shortstop next year. Book it now. No matter what happens, no matter what Because Peraza Volpe does. and Peraza, like, they're going to want that service time. They're not going to start right away. God. 
Donaldson's going to be on this team. He's uh, we have him under contract next year. No one's going to take that. Yeah. Unless you unless you cut him and you just eat that money, but that's not going to happen. You, so you I want to get I want to get ahead. I don't know if I said this on the podcast. I think I may have, but there's a chance that we go into next year and I'm not a Yankee fan if the if my three conditions are not met. Yep. Or my three conditions are met. Judge walks, Boone stays. Cashman stays. If those three things happen, I'm a dead man. I'm in no man's land. Uh, I'm a Phillies fan after they win a World Series. I'm going to root for him in this World Series. Oh, man. I'm going to watch every game. Be a diehard fan. I might go buy a Phillies hat tomorrow. <laughs> I'm a Phillies fan. I'm a Bryce Harper and Aaron Judge fan. Hopefully a Phillies side judge. That would be a really easy transition. It would be awesome. And we're like really close to Philadelphia. Oh, man. Dude, you know what? <laughs> And then we get to like root against the Mets even, even yeah, harder. Yeah, fuck the Mets. <laughs> yeah, I mean, whatever. Judge, go to Philly. That'd be awesome. I'll go to Philly every day for a game. That loser franchise. Oh, and that's the other thing, too. Like, Yankee fans should... Boycott the fans. Like, you cannot be giving this team any money at this point. No, Don't go to that stadium. Well, I mean, you went eight times this year. I want it to support the team. <laughs> but guess what? I won't do it next year. I don't want to go to a game next year. I see a lot of idiots on Twitter already being like, this team is close. Yeah. We're okay. further than we've ever been. <laughs> yeah, okay. We're lost in the dark. <laughs> yeah, like, without a light. <laughs> we're holding a flashlight. I mean, we're close in terms of, like, just pure ability to win baseball games over the course of 162 regular season games. Here's, You're far when it comes to like having a championship roster and plan to win. So, like, I don't know. That might be worse. I think it is worse. Because you're just like in the middle now. Like, what do you do? You, How are, do you, get you good just enough? said it. You just said it. You are, you are lost in the dark. You are in the dark. You're holding a flashlight. The, the flashlight, batteries are dead. The, no, the flashlight doesn't have any batteries in it currently, but you're holding the batteries. But the problem is you're holding AAA and the... This takes C batteries. And then the flashlight doesn't even have a bulb. So even if you get the right batteries, you don't, still don't have lights. Like, there's just so much mess in this organization from, like, the philosophy of them, the, the people in charge, the players on the team, the guy who manages the players, all of it. All of those things are bad. So... Hey, you gotta give Cashman another year. He's only been here, <laughs> <laughs> and you know where I stood. I told you what my condition yeah. So was. where are you officially at now? He's gotta go. It's done. <laughs> that's I crazy. Get, that's the, crazy. No, but the, that's crazy. I to said me, the, we're at the end of the year. I know, but like you're like one of the biggest Cashman. Not def- I love not Cashman. a defender, but like you hey, can even give Cashman a plaque someday. I don't think he deserves what you, it. What do you think about the idea of just promoting Cashman and then hiring a new GM? No, because it'd still be Cashman. That's what I think. I think it's like, no, like you can't. Sorry, Cash. He's got to go. He's the even, problem. And like, I don't even care if you in bring someone mind. in and it's not good. At least, like, it's someone else. Like, it's... You know, so, Dave, do you know? I hope I didn't just give it away. Do you know who the general manager of the Phillies is? Dave Dombrowski? Dave Dombrowski. He's going to win wherever he goes because he understands how you win. You just put all your he resources. He keeps getting fired and just keeps going to World Series. Well, because the Phillies will run out. Yeah, because that's what he does. But, like, he gets you World Series. Yeah, well, did you win a World Series? <laughs> you have no prospects and no money. But guess what? 
you want. Such a joke. And that used to be what Steinbrenner wanted. I said it to I said it in the car earlier. George Steinbrenner would and probably has murdered children <laughs> in order to achieve a world championship. He would do literally anything to win one baseball game. That mentality used to permeate every aspect of New York Yankee culture, and it went down to the players to the point where they bred in a lab Derek Jeter, who embodied the mentality of, I will murder you to win. He was baseball Kobe Bryant. That's what people don't understand about Jeter, by the way. Yes, I mean, like it's not about his skills and his talents, and like he made everyone in that stats. everyone in that club. It is all won. that was great. He's like the ultimate. We fucking win. We are the New York I mean, Yankees. We'll accept nothing worse. Yeah. He hated Losing. the 2004 to 2009 Yankees because they were just full of yes. It was just what this roster is. It's just a bunch of pieces with no desire. Now I do see, I do see. Uh, I'm not going to say it has traction, but I've been seeing it all over for a while now, probably like the last two months, ever since Jeter had his little Jeter day. And he's like, you're going to be seeing a lot more of me. The rumors are out there that, like, Jeter's, like, next in line. Give it to him. Right? Let him just, let him be the GM. He never has to win. No. Well, he will win, though. Oh, well, Because he's Derek Jeter. I mean, I would love Mattingly comes in as his manager. Nah, I don't need that. You You want Jorge? I've seen enough. Bernie. Of, I've seen enough of Mattingly trying to manage. We should do what the Dolphins are currently doing, like Sam Madison. Bring everyone like, in. Yeah. Bring bring back the people who were good. Why is Aaron Boone the manager? Aaron Boone. I hate Aaron Boone. Aaron Boone is what's, Aaron what's wrong with this team. Aaron Look, Boone. Aaron Boone's done a decent job, but like he's done no better than Girardi, and I wanted Girardi fired. So like he's been here four years at this point. We have no world championships. How long do I have to wait for another world championship? I need a... What, what do you We're want? We're playing the whole world in baseball. Anyway, Jeter brings in Ozzie Guillen. I would love Ozzie Guillen. Ozzie Guillen, is, Ozzie Ozzie Guillen. Guillen is who we should have hired the last time. I don't know. Listen. All right, well, that's your Yankee report. It's over. We'll get you next season. <laughs> Embarrassing. Uh, Game of Thrones, we didn't watch it. We'll let you know what we thought maybe next week. But probably not. Who knows? We don't know what we're talking about ever. Good night on the Brothers Ketchup. Or morning. You'll probably listen to this at a different time.
I feel like our post recordings have gotten like to the point where like I can't believe people Stay. now have commented on things that we've put in the post. Because, like, the way the post started was just, like, I was doing, like, a Disney post credit in the first episode. And, like, like a Marvel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just, like, now the it's just that the, we recorded at the beginning. Now just, it's just the better part of the podcast. It's the stuff that, like, <laughs> technically we don't want on the podcast. That I'm sneaking into the podcast. But I guess it's not really sneaking anymore. Um, so, wait. So, we're currently recording this on a Sunday night, which is unusual for us. And we're doing it because there's a lot going on. And I think this is the best time of the year. I would argue too much going on. Because we have baseball and football coinciding with the possibly the last Yankee game of the season as they feebly try and avoid being swept by the Houston Astros. And the Miami Dolphins on Sunday night football, which is exciting. And there was a moment, a very brief moment, where both teams looked like they were going to cruise to easy victories. And then immediately <laughs> at the exact same time, Jeremy Pena hits a three-run home run while the Dolphins give up a touchdown to George Pickens. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah, but I mean, before that, it felt pretty good. I still feel really good about the Dolphins. I mean, I, come on, you can't. You and can't I don't do feel good me. about the Yankees. I mean, I haven't felt good about the Yankees since two years ago. 2019, maybe? I haven't felt good about them since, like... Well, to be fair... Oh. I think Glaber just got picked off. Oh, no. Let's see. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I don't know. I actually don't know if that touched him. If he, they didn't challenge it. Wow. Nice. But, yeah, I mean... The Yankees are just bad. Do we want to talk about the Yankees? Like, I feel like we'll do... Maybe it's not fair to call them bad, but we need to say they're just not as good as the Astros. I feel like we'll do a post-mortem on them. Yeah. Once they're officially eliminated. Which might be Right tonight. now, they're, they're down 3-0. <laughs> and then they're down in game four. So, like, yeah, so. whatever. The Dolphins. This, uh, is a, the, this is a huge game. Woo! Huge game. Like, a win. Come on. A win completely changes the way this... Like, this season, this we were, game is the fork in the road. You have the left towards being a good team. The right towards being a bad team. Starts right now. The narrative... Is one thing, but the rest of your division is winning games. Yeah, that's the worst part. The whole division is good. They're all better than you right now. Well, not the Patriots. Patriots are still bad. Almost. Did they win today? Uh, are they off I'd, today? Uh, are they on a bye? I feel like they're on a bye. I don't think they played. So what, do they have three wins? Yeah, I think so. So I think they're 3-3-2. Three and three too. So if you lose, you'll, they'll definitely be better than you. But right now, the Dolphins are winning, so periodic, So for a moment, we can be a little happy. But we'll see I feel if good. the Steelers... The Steelers tend... We tend to have two different types of games with the Steelers. Games where we pull away and win, or games where some weird shit happens, usually involving the referees, where the Steelers steal a fucking win from us, especially in Miami. Oh, brother. Hey, that's the, mine. The only thing I think about when it comes to the Steelers... Is uh the playoff game where Matt Moore, oh my God. just got murdered? Got murdered. There all there's also that type of game where the Steelers absolutely brutalize us because we're. But just, it's not tonight. But I'm not counting those games because those games only happen when we're not when we're not competitive. Yeah, and we were not competitive. Well, we were in the playoffs though, so. But with our backup QB. But we were in the playoffs. <laughs> um, should we go back and see if half? Yeah, I mean, I think so. Uh, things to look out for in the second half. Pressure. We got to get pressure on Pickett. Um, got to give Tua a little bit. Tua's been pretty good tonight. He's getting 
get a little bit trigger happy? I don't know. I think I, like I don't it. think the issue is Tua. I just think the it. drops. I would like the I would like the whole offense to tighten up in the second half. Yeah, pretty but much. But I would also like the defense to put a stop to their drive pretty quickly and make sure that they don't get points. That's that that'd be big. If you can stop them coming out of halftime, get the ball back to your offense and put up points, I think you go away nice and smooth. I think that's the recipe for a nice smooth win. But if they come out and they get points, especially if it's a touchdown and go up. For all we know, we could be down right now. The whole rest of the year. It could be 17-16 when we go back. I hope not. All right. Well, we'll talk to you at the end, which would be the beginning.